0: Coming up on this edition of Magic Pod Squad, we catch up with Terrence Ross, a.k.a. Human Torch. We're going to touch on how he got that nickname, Human Torch, during the last season. Also, his decision to return to Orlando this past summer. His unique journey to the NBA, few different high schools for Terrence Ross as he started in the West Coast, went briefly to the East Coast before returning home. How he developed that patented jumper. Also, his time in Canada playing for the Toronto Raptors. And, of course, we take questions from fans. Find out that he truly believes in ghosts. You definitely do not want to miss those stories. So much coming your way as we get to know Terrence Human Torch Ross on this edition of Magic Pod Squad.
1: This is Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. This is Evan Fournier. This is Jonathan Isaac. This is Mo Bamba. Check out what's new with the Orlando Magic Pod Squad. The host of characters give you a behind-the-scenes look at Magic basketball. The Magic Pod Squad has you covered. Subscribe and rate on iTunes and the Google Play Store today.
0: And it's our pleasure to welcome in Terrence Ross. Uh, first time he's been on Pod Squad. We're glad to have you with us. Dante Marcatelli, Jeff Turner, David Steele. And uh Taren, are you a are you a podcast fan? Do you listen to podcasts? Do you have any favorites?
1: Um, yeah, I actually do. Um I didn't s I started listening to podcasts, I think like maybe this past summer. Um I think probably like my favorite one is like Joe Rogan. Like probably everybody yeah. else, but um I listen to like uh, you know, Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson's knuckleheads. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. Um who else? I listened to Pat McCaffrey, the old punter from uh, from uh, actually from here, I think from Indianapolis, uh, Colts. Right. He's really funny. He's like really, funny. really, uh, yeah. But just just random podcasts every now and then.
0: The Joe Rogan one is like the most popular one out there. Yeah. Why, I've never listened to it though. Why? What is? What's his? Uh, what's the att- attraction?
1: Um, I think is he gets a little bit of everything. Like it's no filter. It's, he has people from all over. Like you know, he has book authors, scientists, comedians, UFC fighters, athletes, celebrities. Nice. So like you just get a mix of everybody. It's just. It's just a a broad audience he has. That's the beauty of this. David has no filter either. <laughs> I noticed, Dante, it. that he didn't mention the pod squad. No, so. But that's maybe okay. Oh, this. we're growing. Actually, no, I did listen to Sid's podcast. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He came in yeah. talking about it, and I was like, i got to check this out. Oh, so I listened to it. It was did pretty it funny. it has got funny. some stories. Mm-hmm. No, trust well. me. I heard a bunch of those stories before, but he always has like the best stories. He's got
2: more than he can tell. Oh, for sure. For sure.
1: There's no question.
0: Well, we just came from Toronto before we got to Indianapolis, a place that you're very familiar with. My wife's from Toronto, so I've become familiar. Familiar with it over the years. Are one thing if you can help with David. He still doesn't
1: understand the money situation. The money. You, oh yeah, like the monopoly so money. Struggle. Yeah. struggle with that. Did I've, you I've figure gone figure
2: that out. Do you strictly yeah. to credit cards now? <laughs> strictly credit card. Yeah.
1: yeah. No. Um. You got your loonies, your toonies the coins, which I actually like because they're like one dollar, two dollar coins, which is pretty cool. Um and then you just have like your money like and it's the, the best thing I like about it when I got there That's when they just start like incorporating like the the no rip dollar bills and stuff So like they have like plastic. It's like plastic money almost, but you can't tear it like it doesn't oh, rip really? It's like rip proof. So like every time somebody comes like from out of town I give them like a 20 and say Yo, I'll give you this 20 if you can like tear it in half <laughs> No, I can ever it. it's amazing
0: did you have favorite things up there? Like my wife loves ketchup chips, which yeah. I'm kind of warming up to. But there's things like. Do you have, did you have any favorite?
1: Uh, favorite things. Actually, the the candies. The candies are a lot different. Um, I think they're called like Maynards or Menard. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But they're like they come in like different things. They come in like little like, like they have their own gummy bears. They have like their own version of like Swedish fish called like Swedish berries. Oh, I like Swedish fish. <laughs> yeah, they're, and they're really good. They come in like little berry things. that kind of like Swedish fish, but um. Well, that's like, they got like these Like the gas stations have like these their own brand of candy my favorite thing ever like they had like these little strawberry gummy candies that were just like really like has m&ms or what do you <laughs> <laughs> No, i mean yeah i can't it's called on the run gas station and they just had their own line of like candy and it was just like the best thing. anytime i went to go fill my car up i always got like two three packs of candy
0: that's fantastic well settle a debate for us David loves Swedish fish. I can't yeah. stand them. You're a fan? You're... Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, no. I actually had a pack uh, when I was in town. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, First can't... thing I did, I went to a convenience store. I was like, let me get this. I've no got one. some at
2: home. I found them on the street
0: outside my house. A car
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: had run over them. I don't
1: like them. That's exactly right. That's I love. Exactly
0: them. Right. We'll touch on Toronto and then guys jump in. But just uh, play in there, what was yeah. that experience like? Obviously, you grew up in this country. Yeah. You grew up in California, and then you bounced to
1: to Oregon. But yeah. then
0: making that transition, guys love it there. It's a great city. What, what were kind of no. your takeaways?
1: Um, I mean, when I when I got there, the team wasn't doing so well. So mm-hmm. it was more so like, you know, it was just a really fun city. It was like nightlife was great. The food is amazing, and it's so diverse that you just meet all types of people. And so, like, it's amazing because once you do, it's just like, like the one thing they always ask American people is like, yo, like, where are you from? And I'm just like, oh, I'm – from the states and they was like no but like where are you from and I'm like oh I'm from Oregon and they're like no but like where are your parents from I was like they're from the states too (laughs) but everybody's so like diverse that like all their parents are almost like immigrants and they come from different countries so like they know their whole heritage they know everything so it's just I got to tell like a lot. Well, I got used to a lot of different ethnicities and I kind of tell off the bat. And that's like one thing I couldn't do when I first got there because I was just like, what do you mean where I'm from? Isn't everybody here from Canada? It's like, no, like my parents are from, you know, UK or my dad's from Jamaica or my parents are Trini or something. So I'm just like, oh, okay. So you guys are like very, it's very culturally, like they just have a, a great bond with like where they come from. So I thought that was amazing too.
3: So what about then? Like you know, we always talk about we're all from well, not Dante's now, but Dave and I are from the South, yeah. and so we're used to a little bit more moderate climate and everything. Yeah. So what about the weather in Toronto? Um, people have said that scares people off sometimes.
1: Yeah, no, the weather is intense. Uh, it just gets unbelievably cold. Like it's been times where, like my first year, I had had a Challenger, and that was like a rear-wheel drive type car, so it's like the worst thing for snow. <laughs> And I remember it was one time, it was just snowing. Like, I remember we we went to the airport, we left. By the time we came back, like, my car is covered in snow, but not like just snow, but like ice. Like, I had to take my keys and like chip at the door handle just to get it open. So I'm like, this is all new to me. So I'm the first person out of like the, the parking facility or whatever. And my car gets stuck on like ice. So now it's like, a big line of people all behind me trying to get out, but like I can't get my car to like get past some snow. So for like 30 minutes after like a wait away- or after like a return flight, like my car is just stuck in one spot, holding wow. up the entire line. And I remember we're driving, then I finally got some traction. Somebody pushed me. And I remember me and Kyle Lowry were driving home, and when we we're getting on the highway, we had to like kind of get on the overpass. And the overpass had a little slant to it, and so like of course I'm going like 30 miles an hour on the highway just because like I have no idea how to drive in snow. And we get onto this overpass, and then, like, my car starts, like, sliding down towards, like, the, like, little divider. (laughs) And I start getting scared. I didn't know what to do, so I just, like, put the brakes on and just kind of kept sliding. And then, like, I see Kyle coming behind me, and his car starts sliding, too. So, like, we're literally getting out on the highway, like, like 2 o'clock in the morning, trying to push our cars out of, like, these snowbanks and trying to get it back onto the road. And it was just, like, the worst experience I ever had. Like, even getting into my garage that day, I remember me and Kyle lived in the same building. We actually had, like push our cars into the garage because like the wheels just would not spin and catch traction so we were stuck and i think it might have took usually that drive from from the hangar to my house with no snow was about 30 minutes that day took me like maybe two hours two and a half hours so like that's when i knew i was like okay this weather up here is a lot different on top of it just being freezing like i was like there was a ton of snow but it was the ice the ice was the worst because it was black ice everywhere and i had no idea how to like tell the difference between black ice and just road so it was the scariest thing for me so i think that probably answers the question i was going to say well so when you first
3: find yeah. out that you're coming to orlando it's not about you know oh, i'm leaving the raptors and yeah. it's like oh i'd this never weather. have to worry about this right. weather again. it was the
1: weather it was like oh my god it's like if i would go anywhere after toronto i just hope it was just just not as bad as toronto so when i went i heard i was getting traded to orlando it was just like it's like one of those bittersweet things. I'm just like, oh, well, the weather's great, so I don't care about anything else right now. <laughs> yeah, like as long as I can stay outside and wear shorts every day, I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> You're right about that, Terrence.
2: I know you grew up on the West Coast, mm-hmm. Southern California. Then family moved to Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, who were your early in life influencers?
1: Um, just I was saying like my mom. My mom was big because you know she was always around and she was the main person I was, you know, hands on with me every day. And I always have like my favorite athletes I looked up to like growing up in Southern California like like Kobe is my Jordan like I love Kobe more than like any other athlete in the world so I just remember everything he did I just idolized.
2: And uh, your your fa- infatuation mm. with Marvel Comics yeah uh, where did that start?
1: Uh, uh, man. So I think I think probably around like college when those comic movies start coming out like I would see one I was like oh it's not bad. Like, even the first couple movies I saw, they were just, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, it's action movies, so it's fun. But I think, like, once they start, like, bringing them out in, like, bulk, and there was just a ton of them, I was just like, I wonder where they're, like, they're pulling, like, their origins and, like, their, all the backstories from these. So I ended up starting, like, you know, going online, just looking up random, like, comics and origin stories, and I kind of got, like, like, really into that. and It was just kind of went down a rabbit hole for me. And, uh. I think one thing was just like, it's just a good story. It was just like so much backstory into what's going on. And I think the movies are made so well that kind of grabbed my attention to the comics. And then, man, two years later down that rabbit hole, now I got my house or my office is filled up with comics. I'm going to Marvel Studios every summer and DC Studios every summer, just checking up on another new project. So uh, it was just really fun. And I thought it was just entertaining.
0: It's interesting this summer, so that, Uh, the last Avengers that came yeah. out. What Endgame? Avengers mm. Endgame came out. I hadn't seen any of the Marvel movies. Yeah. So my wife and I sat and at the start of the summer oh, man. we've seen seventeen now to yeah. get caught up. There's only five left. We just finished Black Panther. Yeah. I think next they have an order that yeah, you can no, watch. Yeah, no, it's an order.
1: It's like one it's like it's, yeah. like it's almost like it's almost like the, the comic books, how you know, you read the first edition and then the second or that first edition leads into the second one. It has yes. like a little crossover. So I think the way they did it with the movies made it even more so interesting because like after every movie, they have like a post-credit scene that leads into another movie. So I think that was the most fascinating part because like they actually did something with that and that was almost like as key to the movie as the movie was itself. So I was just like, you know, that's very interesting how they did all this. And initially when you see like the first Iron Man and you just kind of see like the post-credit scene, you're just like, well, okay, I don't know what any of this means. Right, And then- Seven eight movies later, it's all starting to make sense, and it's starting like a nice little plot thickening. So uh, that was definitely cool to me. So I think that was one thing that also probably. The grabbed thing my that attention. I didn't
0: realize that you would realize from the comics is they say Iron Man isn't yeah much in the comics. No, no, they, he's one of the coolest guys. That's a great movie. The, no, a great for sure. Movie. No,
1: I th- but I think that's that's more so like Robert Downey Jr. He kind of made yes. that. He yes. really brought that character to life. Like I mean, he probably wasn't like the most popular su- superhero you know before the movies came out, but I think once people's like kind of saw his character and how charismatic he was and how funny he was of a guy it's like I think Robert Downey Jr's kind of like brought that out and now I it's did. like everybody's favorite character. <laughs> so I'm just like, well, you can't blame him. Yeah, so. I
2: got it. This is a great time I think to bring up your nickname, yeah, originated with. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much you know about the. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, no. But uh, it was great. David you know, was the first February. one
1: to use it. Right. On yeah, air. Yes. yeah.
2: But we had a meeting. Where were we, Dante? Last February, Milwaukee. right? Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. He came,
1: yeah, he came with to me right before uh, the was, game started. Yeah, now and I was reading. Like, like, I was, yeah, reading, sure. I was read,
2: reading some stuff. Um, just I, you know, I like to dig on dig yeah. deep on you guys and find out what you're all mm-hmm. about, what your interests are, and all. And I, I saw that you're a big comic book, a Marvel guy, so. I I threw out some names at our production meeting, you know, what what if we, you know, if we can find a great name for Terrence that, you know, we could kind of dub him, and I had three or four names, but None of us really liked any of them. Our producer Ty Easton was there, and yeah. so Dante, you said, "Well, I'll ask him before the game, right?" You pick it up That's from right. there. That's yeah. right. And I went in the
0: locker room, right, and came
2: over. Yeah. To... You
1: yeah, know, for sure. You threw out a couple, of them, but once you said like Human Torch, I was like, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's pretty a long nickname, but was, nonetheless, it makes sense. <laughs> right. I was like, I, but right. now, like, but now it's taking on like a character of his own, like everybody. Well, tell us how and has it taken on? A... Still, like to this day, like because our whole goal was to get you a few extra zeros at the end of the hey, page. Hey, man, <laughs> hey, it seems like it worked. Because everybody, like, I have, like, I take my son to school. His teachers call me Torch. Like, no joke. Uh My mother-in-law, she'll, like, write me after every game. Like, oh, good job, Torch. I'm just like, yo, oh, like, everybody, everybody is calling me this. Like, all my friends call me now. Like, they'll be joking with me. They just call me like, whoa, what's up, Torch? I'm just like, you guys are, like, really taking this thing far. Like, I've never had, like, other than T. Ross, like, nobody's really ever called me anything else. Like, maybe sure. Ross, but, mm-hmm. yo, Human Torch is, like, sticking like but sticking what, what about team.
3: what about your teammates and your peers? Because that's when that's you when it know really it's really yeah. there.
1: No, they no. no. Trust <laughs> me. No, 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 for sure. Uh Vooch calls me that Evan A. G said it like and it's weird, like we have like our our sandals and our, our slides in the locker room. Like I guess they got customized this year, so like everybody has like a little, you know, version of whatever they're from or whatever. Like I think like Kim has like the a flag from Montreal. Okay. Vooch might have like the Montenegrin flag, or whatever. Uh, but one of my slides has like the human torch on it. And oh, I think it's like, awesome. and I, I think it's like the, that. It's like the best slides ever. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, yo, this is like a real thing. Like, this is a real thing. Does it
0: surprise you how
1: people took to it? And yeah. How,
0: but see, now you can come up with it. You got you to gotta make it
1: happen. Yeah, you got to go exactly. out and hit the
0: shots. No, when you for sure. That, but, you made it all come to life. Man,
1: I just didn't think that people were like really. Like, people actually say this to me all the time. If I go on my Instagram right now, I can guarantee you it's just like a few comments every single time saying torch this, torch that. <laughs> so I'm just like, man. So like, I mean, it's a, it's a great name and it makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. And then, you know, the funny thing is, like, I love like Marvel characters and like comic books. And I really don't know that much about the human torch. <laughs> so that's the funny thing. So it's just like, I don't even know the guys are on names. I and think I went and watched that movie or something. Yeah, He's no, part of the Fantastic yeah, yeah. Four. Yeah, Fantastic Is that right? Four. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Captain so. America. He plays him. <laughs> yeah, so but, so random. But uh yeah. uh, yeah, I think it's like Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm. Yeah. But other than that, like, phew. I do not know much about as that. Much guy. As you know, go figure that'd be the one that Man, would yeah, be right? the one that I don't know anything about.
2: But it works. But it works. And what about your you know, you said your son. Yeah. He, he does he love that. He Oh yeah. Is he, he into he the lo- whole he's the one NBA person that doesn't torch.
1: call me torch or anything. <laughs> but uh no, he, he's he's all about comics. His favorite right now is probably Spider Man. Uh he well right now he's really into Star Wars. Like really into Star Wars. Like we have lightsabers at home. He is how old? He's five, fo- or oh, he's about to turn five this coming up month. So uh He's he's really into Star Wars right now. He's a big Darth Vader fan, so I don't know. He he went from like loving Marvel comics to now all he wants to do is watch Star Wars.
2: So it's he t- likes the dark, kind of the dark. Are you kind he, well, of do you lean that way too? Do you no, kind of I find mean, yourself drawn to the? I, I
1: I like I like the whole thing, but for him, he's I, I don't know. He was I showed him a scene of where like Anakin turns like Darth Vader and he puts the helmet on. And he makes that noise. It just blew his mind. Like I just like looking at his <laughs> face and him realizing that like. You know, he used to be a good guy, now he's back. Like, it just blew his little mind, and now he's just, all he does is want to be Darth Vader. He wants to walk around and say, we have, like, these actual, like, lightsabers that, like, light up, make the noise and everything, every day when I come home. That's what we're doing for, like, at least an hour. It's just sword fighting throughout the house all the time now the like, good and true. evil yes. thing
3: is it just with comics and everything or is it like something like lord of the rings is that like that's uh, it not really see, no
1: i mean he's still te- if i try to no explain, no but no. i'll talk about you personally oh, me, yeah um i mean I've, I've seen lord of the rings i know a little <laughs> bit about it i don't know too much about it um and i was i was really more of like a marvel type guy yeah. but at the end of the day like i think that all the, all I mean, it's all. It's really good it, versus yeah. evil, right? Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, and I mean, it's just. I don't know. It's just. It's just fun. It's just a. It's yeah. just a good
0: time. So all of us have kids, and David's got grandkids. Yeah. Is there anything better than being a dad? I mean, how much? Yeah. How much, and, and to think that somehow we're responsible for this. Yeah. For this other life, it's no for, it's for so sure. Overwhelming, no, it's amazing,
1: amazing. and um, it's so funny because it's just like sometimes I just forget that they really rely on you to learn everything. So, like, it's just, like, some things I'm telling – I just tell him to, like, open the car door or, like, trying to figure out – or, like, tell him to, like, put his seatbelt on or Mm -hmm. trying to tell him, like, unlock the door. And he's just like, I don't know what that means. I'm just like, oh, oh, yeah, okay, well, you got to – oh, yeah, this is how you unlock the door. This is how you put your seatbelt on. So I'm just like – it's just little things. It's just, like, stuff like that is great just because now he's, like – this turning into, like, a little mini-me. Like, everything I do, he's doing. So I think that's the best thing. Is your, is your wife okay with that? Or does she Oh, yeah, no, for sure. She, no, for sure. Side and it, I mean, he, he's pretty much like me, and, our, and my daughter is pretty much like my wife. Oh, there you and go. And, like, okay. but that's exactly what she wanted. She's always wanted, like, you know, a little mini-me, and, like, my daughter's turning out to be just like her mom. So it's just, like, her little personality. She's just all over the place. She knows what she wants, strong-willed. So I'm just like, <laughs> this is pretty much turning out how we want it to. That's perfect. Number one, go,
2: go
3: ahead, Jeff. Well, I was going to ask mm-hmm. you, like, you know, you – you made a big decision they had yeah. to make a big decision this summer about coming back to Orlando. Yeah. And, um, how much of your family, like how much did that weigh in about being in central Florida and, the, uh, you know, it's just yeah. well, I've been here a long time. We all have, and we mm-hmm. raise families. I mean, it's a great place to raise a family.
1: No, for it? sure. It's definitely for uh, family oriented throughout the, you know, the, at least where we live um, with Disney, like right back in the background. So it is just everything about like Orlando is like family oriented. And I think, you know, with, you know, my son going to school, my daughter starting daycare, my wife developing friends around the city, I think it's just they kinda settled in. And they settled in well too because it's you know, we weren't really here for that long but, you know, they made a lot of, you know, family or friend connections and, you know, they have a lot of things going on. It just it'll just be hard to kinda move them out of that and having to start over again and I mean as long as we be in one place for, you know, a long time, I think it'll just help with you know, the upbringing of our family with the way, we, you know, we want to go. And I don't know, it's just, it's just a great place, man. I mean, people love coming out here, uh, especially during the winter time. Uh, we always have people coming in from cold climates and hanging out for a few days. So uh, I think, I mean, our family loves it. Kids love it. So, I mean, it was almost easy decision. I've heard people say Terrence said a lot of times that maybe orlando is not a great
3: like free agent destination mm, right. yeah. i've never really understood that yeah. um do, do you do you is there a reason for that i, I,
1: I don't know i mean is i mean we've I talked mean, about the
3: climate it's yeah a great no place for place sure and
1: i think that it's just i think whatever the team does i think that decides it's based like, that's based on winning and losing but, um, I mean, there's, there's definitely, like, a winning culture in Orlando. You guys went to the finals. You guys had, you know, big-time superstars. And I think, you know, people are familiar with it. And the fans are great. Like, you know, once, you know, you start winning a little bit, they get on board quick. And, you know, the, the support that they show us is amazing. And I think that with a lot of that is, you know, the more we win, is just the more people are going to want to come here.
2: When you made the decision to stay and, and Nicola made the mm-hmm. decision to stay, did you feel like that was – uh, maybe kind of a turning point at this at you know at this juncture in the franchise with um you know two key players because yeah. you and Vooch both had options. Yeah. You had other option, other opportunities to go elsewhere.
1: No for sure. And um I mean all it comes about it all comes down to winning. And uh we had such a great year last year that you know it was something that you kinda want to build on. And when you're like in the middle of things in the thick of things like it's hard to kinda think about other destinations and trying to wrap your head around like you know what's the situation here which you know direction are they going and I mean I, I mean we were pretty much comfortable with where we were and where the franchise is headed and you know how much we could be a party thing so I think that was also a big decision for me and um I mean it's I mean of course like every season gonna be tough but that's you know that's the part of that makes it fun when you do get to where you want to go is once you get to the winning part like that's what makes it all much that, that much better so uh I mean that that was the biggest thing for me and um and orlando just had everything i you know i wanted
0: it's interesting for those of us that grew up on the east coast we didn't get to really see your journey Mm You Know your journey to get to the NBA, yeah. to get to college, growing up on the West Coast, an LA kid, you end up in Portland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's got to be a culture shock. I've yeah. been to Portland, I know, yeah, that's interesting. of favorite
2: city, so food's great. he likes great the donuts, donuts yeah. there. There's a yeah, one yeah, special donut. They
1: actually opened up one, I think, Universal, they did, yeah, like the little boardwalk. yeah, City Walk. So, um, they have one there too. So, it was so, so weird to see one of those, you know, around town, but um. But they've yeah. got a
0: motto: "Keep Portland weird." And they, Keep Portland uh, they weird. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> you
1: know, it weird. You see all types of weird, strange things happening around Portland, like you know, just, just, just things you can't explain. I don't know. It's just <laughs> growing up in Portland it was just you get used to it. So like, it's probably just a whole bunch of stuff that I'm, in my childhood I'm probably look back and like that was weird, but. When, you, when you're there at the time, you're just like, yep, just another day in Portland.
0: But you just had – you had so much success there. J- yeah. Just touch on playing – kind of
1: how you developed your game. And oh,
0: you all played
2: with Terrence Jones at yeah, Jefferson, yeah, yeah. right, and um, had some great success. And yeah. then went to Montrose yeah. in Maryland your, your yeah, uh, junior, junior year. year.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I played with Terrence Jones, um, I think, since about like sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And um, – since then we have kinda of always been on the same AU team but on the same team. We worked out all the time together and we had the same like group and core of friends. So, you know, all we did was play basketball there. There's not much to do in Portland, as you know. It rains a lot. So anytime, you know, you could get outside to play basketball that's so what we did. And most of the times, you know, we just found gyms to go to and that's pretty much all we did, you know, growing up was just play basketball. And I think, you know, playing against Tim all the time and Playing against other players, I think that kind of helped me develop games and, and, and kind of hone in on my skills. Uh, Jones was just such a big kid mm-hmm. that he was just so strong. And, you know, it was – for me, it was like we would always play like these one-on-one games. And he would always, always block my shot when I went into the paint. So, I think with him, I think he kind of helped me develop my shot a lot more because I was like, if I'm going to beat this guy in one-on-one or 21 or crunch or whatever – I have to shoot and that's how all my all my team or all my friends play me. They're just like, you know like, we're not gonna let you dribble, so you gotta know how to shoot. Interesting. Is that where you get the lift and yeah, the height? All yeah, that Yeah, since since Pull up sh- mid range. Yeah, I I always shot. Like they would all and like my I was I was a tall kid, but like all my friends are probably the same height, if not taller. So for me it was just like I had to learn how to shoot sooner and uh, I think that's kinda where I, that came from. And then my sophomore year when I end up switching to montrose it was just a it was just a different game altogether like now i'm going from west coast to east coast and um now i'm playing against like the best east coast players and it was it was like starting all over again i'm playing against you know other guys i have no idea who they are and i'm playing against other kids who if i do know them it's just you know from like the ranking high school websites that we used to check so uh it was all different, but it was it was good, man. It gave me a different experience. It gave me a different type of challenge. You know, it helped me grow. Um, I played with you know a couple other players like Justin Anderson, uh, man. I, I mean, Kevin Kevin Durant went to the high school, so he would come back around. Um, Graves Vasquez. We ended up actually playing together again in Toronto, right. and so I was just around like different guys. And I'm always going to these colleges to work out to you know play pickup games. So I think. A lot of that kinda helped me develop too, kinda helped me like round my game out and kinda helped me go up against, you know, better talent in the East Coast. So uh it, it all it was all just a combination of things, but it was just the journey itself was the thing that kinda, you know, put me to where I'm at right now. Yeah,
0: sure. I, I've I've read something about your affinity for Lorenzo Romar. Yeah. And what just touch on going to Washington and he yeah. I, I know he had an impact. Did he no, can for help sure. you for the pro game too or what?
1: Uh yeah, no. I mean uh I know I've known Coach Romar since always. I, I think in eighth grade, uh, he would always come. You know to the, the high I school I was going early. to. I'll give him that. No, answer. for sure he for sure <laughs> he did. Started. I remember um, even like you know going into my freshman year, uh, we had a open gym with like I was I was a young kid. I was still in eighth grade, but there was like you know other there was like other kids recruits that were you know much older than me were all playing at like a local high school. Or I think at my high school actually, and. You know, there were some college coaches there, and I, I remember he was there, and he was he would come around all the time. And uh, I remember it was one time we ended up playing a pickup game, and I was doing really well. And then later that day, like, you know, they pulled me. It was like I think two other college coaches. I think it was a coach from Oregon State and I think maybe a coach from Oregon. And then basically uh, after that pickup game, they all kind of all offered me scholarships, and I was just like, Wow. Yeah, I was just yeah, I was like shocked. I was just but it was me and Terrence and they were like, Yeah, you guys have you guys wanna come here, like we're eighth all for grade. It. Eighth grade, going in this, for freshman. So I was just like I know I know no more forever. And so even, you know, do that freshman year and that sophomore year, he would always come down, he always make those two hour drives, come down to 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 uh, our school and kinda check up on us and see what was going on, go check in with the academic advisors and everything. So um he we developed that that relationship early. And, the, you know, the older I got and the more attention I got from other schools, it was all good, but it was just I didn't have that level of comfortability with anybody else. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I remember you know, really my senior year, I'm watching Isaiah Thomas, Justin Holiday, uh Quincy Pondexter, those guys are in the tournament, and they ended up going to, like, the Sweet 16. And it was around, like, it's March Madness time, so I'm just like – I'm meeting with all these other schools, talking, but I'm just kind of like iffy about a lot of stuff. But I think when I saw, you know, Washington in the tournament and the way they were playing and that style of play they had, it was like really good intensity on defense. They were playing really fast up the court. And I was just kind of like, man, like, it's just something about that just kind of attracted me to that school. And since I already had a great relationship with with Romar, uh, it just seemed like an easy decision for me. There's I mean, a lot Bronte. of
2: lot of pressure on, on young yeah kids to no for sure because i know at one point you, you thought you might go to maryland yeah and, yeah but, yeah so, but yeah, the, was was so was there are a lot of people pulling you in, in a yeah, so different my, So my
1: junior year uh maryland offered me and it was it was so weird the way the way things are going with montrose the reason why i left is because when i was there the coach he kind of made it he kind of made it hard on me because uh when i was there we would have like these little cubbies with inboxes or like, you know, different, you know, mails or letters from different schools, this and that. And I had, you know, maybe like a few letters from like, you know, Maryland, I think like Kansas and Texas. And it was just like, and I knew I was a good player. So I was just like, well, I only have three schools looking at me. And I just thought that was weird. And I remember spring break, uh, I went back home for, you know, about a week. And, you know, just to go check up on my friends at school, I thought I surprised them. I went to the high school, said what's up to them. Uh, I remember I was walking out of my old high school, and then the principal was like, hey, hey, I, ha- I have something for you in my office. And I'm just like, okay, what is this? I go back into his office. He has, like, these two black, like, trash bags of, like, mails and, like, letters and all these recruiting letters. And I'm just, like, looking through I'm looking <laughs> through him, And I'm looking what? through them, and it's literally from every school in the country. Like, I- I'm taking, like— You whole- must have been blown I- away. I had two giant bags of mail over my shoulder like I was Santa Claus going back home— I emptied these things out. I had letters from every country or every school in the country. And I was just like wow. And then I was, I told my mom and she was kind of like, "Well, why weren't you getting these at Montrose?" And I was just like, "I don't know." Cuz I'm I'm under the impression that you know my coach is just like letting anybody send mail and everybody knew I was at Montrose. Sure. So I'm just like maybe I I well, apparently he was he was only allowing certain schools to contact me. And so when I got home and I told my mom, I was like, I don't want to go to Montrose anymore. I was like, I feel like they're going to try to, you know, screw me over or do something really shady. So uh, I ended up going back. I was like – and this at this point I had already committed to Maryland too. So I was like, okay, look, I'm decommitting. I don't want to go to Maryland. Like I have other options. And then he got kind of mad at me. And I remember, I remember not starting. I remember not playing after that. Like he just kind of sat me. And I was just like, well, I'm like the best player on the team. Like, why are you sitting – like, what, like what's going on? So, I was just like – things got really kind of janky and a little shady mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. So, my mom pulled me out, sent me back to to uh, Jefferson during my senior year. And I tried to apply to play, and right. it got denied. Mm-hmm. So, I, was, I didn't really get to finish my senior year. And I was having a great senior year at that point too. And it was so weird because my sister was going from a different school coming to the same school I was going to. She literally got there. A week before I did, and she applied to play, and they let her play. But well, I think it was because like the team I, the team that my high school had at the time was like Terrence Jones. He was already like ranked really high in the country, yeah. and my school had won like the last two, three state championships. So they were just like, uh. I felt like they kind of just like nah, okay, no more yeah, talent. Yeah, so uh, I ended up coming back to Jefferson. I still practice with the team every day. Um, and I worked out there after every uh, school day. And so I just was worked out, worked out. That was your yeah. home. That was home. Yeah, so Jefferson was home for me. So uh, that's just kind of what I did. And, thanks, you know, I was just like, you know, when it came down to recruiting, uh, I had all options on the table. And I took my, my official visit to Washington. And I was just so blown away by the campus, I just committed. I uh, I just signed my letter of intent right on the spot. So uh, I think after I saw the game in March, I was like, I'm so – it's interesting. You mentioned
3: some players that you watch yeah. NBA players. We we talk all the time. Right? We mm-hmm. the last few games. I mean, it's like every time we're calling a game. Oh well, that's Dejounte Murray There's another, Husky. another Washington yeah. Husky. There's yeah. two yeah, on our right? team uh-huh. now. You and yeah. Markel. And so you talked about Coach Romar and everything, mm-hmm. but. Here's a chance to plug Washington. Yeah. It must be a beautiful
1: campus. I've great. been to Seattle, but I've never been on the campus. Yeah, I
2: have. I have. It yeah, no, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, so
1: the campus is unlike anything ever. Um, and looking back on it, like living in the Northwest for so long, it's like even Portland has you know great sceneries, a lot yeah. of green trees, everything. Everything's just great. Fresh air. Uh, you go to Seattle, it's like that times ten, and so and plus it's surrounded all by like water, so it's it's great. So. I mean, the campus was amazing. It was beautiful. Like, they had, I remember just going from class, walking to the gym every day. It's like a point in the campus where you're leaving what they call like Red Square, where the library was. You're walking down like this. It's almost like a hill, but it's still on campus. There's a giant waterfall and then in the background is like what I forgot what mountain that is Mount Rainier Yeah Mount Rainier just in the background with snow covered down. it's almost yeah. like it's almost like a screensaver type picture that you yeah. look at and just like every day you make that walk and it's just like not until after I left and came back and I realized like wow this is like a great view but like even yeah. in springtime everybody's out trees are looking amazing everybody wants to interact everybody's doing something so and when yeah, the weather's it pretty, right, pretty it's pretty nice. It's the best. It's there's so, yeah. yeah. nothing better when when the weather like the weather is nice. Because it, it rain it looks like this most of the time. It's just super gray. It rains but when it's like when it's summertime and it's going in like you know summer from spring, it's it's amazing. It's like the best place to be. We got a little hill in Claremont. It's like yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. like, yeah, like a little hill, right? Yeah, that's
2: that's where the kids go sledding <laughs> in the winter.
1: Right? <laughs> we don't
0: have a ton of undulation in, <laughs> no, in no, Central no. Florida. That's the that one great. thing I do miss. But well, how much would it mean to that community since you spent time there to get an NBA team back? I mean, right? Oh, it'd be great. Um,
1: I, I felt like, like I, I just missed it. Yeah, I just just missed it. Right? I mean, I would love to play in Seattle, yeah. whether it's Key Arena or wherever they put the arena now, but that city's amazing, man. It's it's nothing like it. Like and it's like the weather's great. I mean besides when it gets super damp and super rainy. But I mean that city just has like such a great feel to it. Like it's nothing like it. Well, we got some questions. We'll close it out with this. Is that all right? Fans
0: love interacting with you, as you know. Yeah, for sure. They've been fantastic for you. First one comes from Fernando Varela. And uh, I know you've mentioned some of these already, but your go-tos in Orlando. Uh, Yeah. I know you love Disney and all that. But what
1: are some of your (sighs) go-tos? Some of my go-tos. Uh... Andretti's go-kart yep, experience, sure. that is like the greatest go-karting place I've <laughs> well, ever where been Where is through. that? It's right next to Topgolf. It's like right behind oh, iDrive, yeah. I think. From, right behind yeah. Orlando and I Yeah, think. it's like right next to Topgolf. I, I think between, actually those, between those two, like I'm, I'm pretty much. Now is that
2: you open. or your, your four-year-old? Both.
0: Okay.
1: Both, yeah, we're always in there. And they have like a giant arcade that I just let them run wild. We spend a few hours in there, They get so. stuff up
0: top on the ceiling. Yeah, it. yeah it's We gotta everything. check that out. Yeah, yeah, it's VR, impressive. everything. That's a good one. Well, those are good. Those are good. This one comes from Bobby Smith. He said he's going to be wearing his Magic gear in Detroit. And he wants to know. Do you notice Magic fans when you go to visiting arenas? Oh, of
1: course. Especially during the um, National Anthem. Everybody's standing up. That's kind of like when I start looking in the crowd, just seeing how many jerseys you can find and how many other people are just coming down (laughs) and supporting. So, for sure. Are you looking for your own? <gasps> yeah. Yeah, you look for your own jersey. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, uh, sometimes sometimes I'll count. I'm like, let me see how many people are just wearing it wrong. 30, 31 or 8? <laughs> yeah, or 31. Now it's 31 and 8. So I, but I still see a ton of 31s.
0: Why are we not selling... Terrence Ross human torch jerseys. Can we not get some, sow some flames on those things? Hey, hopefully. Could you, you imagine day. what those would do? Yeah, Man. Gotta,
2: somebody's got to get on, we'll that. <laughs> on. that. We'll get going on. Yeah.
0: This one comes from Chris Kearney, and he wants to know: an Aaron Gordon at twenty years old or Terrence Ross at twenty years old in the dunk contest, who wins?
1: Aaron Gordon at any oh, age. You think so, yeah, for sure. Aaron's a freak athlete. Like he does yeah. a lot of crazy things. Like even now, like he catches lobs with his hand behind his head he does all these crazy <laughs> windmills dunks backwards like yeah. i had some good dunks but ags definitely an elite dunker
0: i love this one from dante reader do you believe ghosts exist
1: Ghosts? uh you didn't like the supernatural I, 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 honestly I, honestly yes do you yeah i've had some experience where i, you know, i was like uh you haven't Absolutely. seen him in hotels on the road, have you? No, no, okay. no. Well, thank God, no.
0: <laughs> okay, we just extended this podcast a little bit. All right, we can't let you believe it go. So you've had some experiences, where
1: yeah? You- no, I remember. Uh, yeah, I remember. Uh, uh, it was uh, living in Portland. I was about maybe fifteen, sixteen years old. Um, I remember it was just me and my mom at the house, and I was in her room. It was probably, it was probably about like eleven, twelve, and. She she sometimes, like, falls asleep on the couch watching TV. And then, you know, sometimes, like, when I'm in her room, I can hear, like, people walking up the stairs. And so, you know, usually when she's tired, like, you know, she walks up the stairs, like, super heavy-footed, and, like, she'll bump into the rail, and it kind of, like, vibrates a little bit. So it was one night. I'm just, like, laying in her bed watching TV. Like, it's the house is dark. And I hear, you know, her coming up the steps, and then I hear like a boom on the on the rail, like and it was like moving. So I was just like, okay, she's probably bumped herself on the stairs. Let me go help her. I get up, I turn like the hallway light on, and like she's not up the stairs. And I'm just like, okay, hopefully she didn't fall down. So I like go to look at the like at the bottom of the stairs, and there's nothing at the bottom of the stairs. And so now I'm like, okay. So I walk downstairs, like, and I still see her like dead asleep on the couch. And so, like once that happened, and I saw like, wow. and, and like you can, and like you can almost like still, and I could like still almost like feel like the, like the rattling on like the rail. So I was just like, uh, I went upstairs, Shit. turned the lights on, just went back into the room, just kept every light on, and I was just like, that was weird. And then like it another time, she was telling me that um, because we usually would have to wake up early from school, we would leave, and um, sometimes my mom she'll wake up early and like turn the news on, or whatever. And so I remember it was like the one time I was like last out the house, or like. Last out the house, she told me to turn. Uh, she told me to tell, or She told me to turn the TV off, so I did. I get in the car, and we're leaving the garage or we're leaving the um the driveway. And there's a window that looks like from the house, you know, to the living room and kind of see mm-hmm. the TV. Like I, tr- she's driving and she's like, she stopped. She's like, I thought you turned. I thought I told you to turn the TV off, and I was like, I for sure turned the TV. Off. I, I hit the switch on the TV and it went off, and so I was just like. I went back into the house and I looked and it was actually on still. And I was just like, no, there's no way. Cause we, it'd be one thing it was like, if I'd hit the remote and I didn't hit it, but like I went to the switch and like pressed it. And like this is the one where you like, have to like push the button to turn it off. You can hear the click when you turn it off. Yeah, so I, sure, so you I hit it, so I, I, after that, I was just like, man, same I don't house, know. Same house, both incidents in the yes, same house. same house. I was so happy. Who are you 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 going to call, Dante? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Something's going on there.
3: You're right. Realtor. Very quickly.
1: Yeah, 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 the
0: realtor. For sure. Not (laughs) the Ghostbusters, the realtor. We're going to get on out of here. Well, last thing this one comes from Jeff. So you're the human torch. You have to give us superhero nicknames. Oh, my goodness. You don't know much about us, right? You know, we're we're probably not the fastest
1: of no, humans, no, right? Yeah. You know, One of us
0: is, uh, you know, up there a little more in uh, in years <laughs> than the
2: other the other two.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh boy.
0: It's tough, right? It's
1: tough. If you had to. So, the Fantastic Four, what's what's like the, is it Dr. Fantastic or Mr. Fantastic? I think it's Mr. Fantastic. I think it's Mr. Fantastic. Dante's definitely Mr. Fantastic. I'll take that. like that. Because the gray on the... Yes. Perfect, yes. Reed Richards. Reed Richards. Reed Richards.
0: I like
3: it. He's on it. He's on it. Yes. All right. I'll take that. That sounds like the top of the food chain,
1: David. I think we're in trouble here. (laughs) Yeah, we're... Oh, trust (laughs) me. I'm not going to name like, no, you guys aren't the rest of the Fantastic Four, no. Let me think about this i to be the guy made out of stone or something.
0: Because <laughs> there's some bad ones that have come over the years, like uh, arm falling off guy. Like there's really that's
1: really. Oh the no, there's like the guy that dies over. Now Coach over Clifford
0: it. is is known around you know the league.
1: Yes, <laughs> yeah, in oh, uh, yeah, the locker room. Right? Anybody, yeah, everybody calls him Thanos. Why is Thanos? that? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure you guys see this, but he gets really upset sometimes. <laughs> And when he gets upset, he turns. He turns a little purple. (laughs) Turns a little purple, like like a nice shade of purple. So yeah, Yeah, I would definitely say that one. Could JT kind of? Could
0: he resemble Groot a little bit? (laughs) For sure, right? I mean that. Yeah, you have to pick somebody that's tall.
3: Groot is. Unbelievably tall. Now I've watched enough to know this is the guy he's just basically a, he's a tree, like right, right. He's, he's like a, a tree, but yeah. he's a like fan guy. favorite. Now, wh- so who's Korean the cat. raccoon kite
2: type character in that? <laughs> rocket. Yeah, rocket. I could, I could be rocket. There you go. That's perfect. That's
0: actually perfect. <laughs> That's really good. That's that makes really, yeah. I can see it because
3: he's he's kind of a little bit of a
1: a he's smart a, guy. He's isn't a genius. He's like yeah, a, no, he came yeah. up with the human. T- yeah, 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 for, yeah, for yeah. sure. Or we'll Star Lord,
0: him. he'd kind of be. You'd be he'd make a good Star Lord. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll go. Cool. Quick, All okay. right, man. Well, we appreciate it, Terence. This is great. Thanks so much for fun joining stuff. us. You guys for that. having yeah, us. Awesome. This is a lot you. of fun. Best of luck the rest of the way. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, man.